The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy belated Hanukkah. All the things, whatever you celebrate, I hope that you're having such a good time with family and friends and loved ones. And it's just a beautiful time of year. So this time of year, the very, very final week of 2023, we are doing a best of the show roundup from the whole year. This is something that we do every year. Also, just because I love to highlight all the incredible conversations that we have had on the show. I feel like sometimes even with podcasts that I love and follow so closely, they'll have conversations sometimes that I miss because I'll be on vacation or I'll have had a busy week. And then I'll go back and realize, wait, I can't believe they had a conversation about anxiety or motherhood or postpartum or any of these things that I'm super interested in. Astrology, spirituality, mediumship, all the things. And that's my hope with this episode is that you can listen to these snippets of conversations with some of our most popular guests this year. And maybe you will be inspired to go back and listen to one of the full episodes or This is another thing that happens. Sometimes maybe you'll have heard the episode already, but you're in a different phase in your life now or you've experienced something new and it will just hit in a whole new way to hear what that guest was talking about when you listen to it later. So just some of the conversations that you will hear snippets from today are with Jeanette of Shut the Kale Up. That was one of our most downloaded episodes this year where she candidly shares about her divorce her motherhood, everything that she has been through in the last couple of years. She's so, so amazing. It was such an honor to have her on. We also have Mari Llewellyn from the Pursuit of Wellness podcast talking about her 90 pound weight loss, her incredible journey becoming one of the Forbes 30 under 30 honorees and so much more. We have my dear friend Lacey Phillips of To Be Magnetic. I had the honor of seeing Lacey speak in person just a couple weeks ago to 600 people. Maybe you were there. The audience was so cool. The energy was palpable. It was just such a gift to watch her do her thing. And having her on the show this year was unanimously my favorite episode that I've ever done with Lacey. And I know that a lot of you guys felt the same way. It was just so deep. We talked about things that she's never touched on before that I don't usually ever talk about either. We have Sheena from Vanderpump Rules, of course. We have Alyssa Lynch, Bryony Deary, Mimi Bouchard, Ramit Sethi. We have an episode on microdosing and an episode that changed my life on all things anxiety. 
So that's what we're going to get into today. Also, again, happy holidays. I love you. If you are not currently on the wait list for our upcoming meditation platform launch, you can find that link in the show notes. You can find all of the sponsors in the show notes. And this is a good time of year to support those sponsors. We work with a lot of small businesses and it's the holidays after all. So let's get into today's best of the show roundup. We were wildly noticing that you were on this podcast six years ago today, January 25th. That's what today is as well. And so much has changed since then. I mean, I remember your ex-husband was in the room in my apartment. That was four years ago because you came on again. And now, I mean, I'll let you tell us like what you've been up to and everything that has transpired. But just talk, talk to us. Tell us what's been going on. Well, so much has changed. I am newly divorced. I am mom of two. Cutest boys. The sweetest boys, the wildest boys that I am just so in love with. I feel like this year I've really taken a hold of my business, which is very new to me, but I'm so encouraged and so pumped for what's to come with Shut the Kale Lab with myself. And I'm just talking about my passions. I'm sharing little bits and pieces of my story. Mind you, my community only knows the tiniest bit of what's happened, which is so crazy. But throughout this whole journey, I feel like I've learned so much and I've given myself the space to grow and learn. And now I'm finally, I guess, feeling empowered to speak about truth and honesty because like you said there's so much depth to me and my soul and I really do believe that I was put here on this earth to speak life to people if I can help one person that's all that matters to me and so many women have gone through very similar situations from what I've gathered on Instagram DMs and even text messages and even my friends who've said hey A friend reached out from wherever and is going through the same thing and they feel very encouraged by your story. And so, you know, nobody's life is perfect and everyone goes through shit and not a whole lot of people talk about it, you know, and especially on Instagram, you know, looking back to last year, my toughest year, I wish I could have seen an influencer or just a a person who is in the spotlight have gone through what I've gone through to kind of be able to see like, how do I navigate this? Because it's been the toughest thing I've ever been through. And maybe even to just bring me hope, you know, that was something that I didn't have for a year and a half. I didn't, I didn't feel like there was hope. I didn't think that I was going to get through to the other side. Yeah. Oh, and you're bringing so many people hope now. It's so encouraging. And I've had friends and followers of mine tell me I'm getting through what I'm going through with my relationship or my divorce because of Jeanette. Single mothers all over the world are so inspired by you. Those are so many of the messages 
I've gotten since saying that you were coming on. And that's got to feel so good. Well, I guess for me, it does feel really good. It breaks my heart that women have to go through the same thing. And even some men, you know, I don't want to discredit that. It's just, I don't look at myself like that. I am just a person who loves and cares for, for other humans and wishes that they didn't have to go through that. You know, I wish I didn't have to go through this because of the tough conversations I have to have with my oldest son, Elliot. And just seeing how life looks, it looks so different. And I have, I'm like so optimistic now, but you know, this isn't the life I thought I would ever have. I thought I was going to be, you know, stay at home mom, wife, because I'm that girl. You I totally are. Like the I, mom that makes every meal, the mom who's hanging at the park, exactly. waking up early, like the fun mom. <laughs> it's you. Yeah, that is me. And I love that. I love playing at the park with my kids. I love doing the lunches and the drop-offs and pickups. Like that makes me feel so like special. Because ever since I was a little girl, I knew I wanted to be a mom. I knew that I was going to have a family and, you know, do the things that I do now, but obviously with my partner. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. And that's okay. Now I am just like, you know what? This is what God has given me. And I'm going to take full force and inspire other women to get through this really tough heartbreak. Okay, I think you guys know I am a water snob. I'm obsessed with good water, clean water. It has to be very, very high quality to be TBP approved. And I am always looking for ways to make drinking water easier so that I don't even have to think about it. I can just stay hydrated, stay on top of it all the time. I know that drinking water is so important to our overall health because 60% of our bodies are water. So if you're anything like me, you don't trust your tap water. Having safe, clean water is the last thing that you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. I want my kids to grow up healthy and strong. So we are water snobs. You guys will have to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and it's specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS in your water supply. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home from countertop purifiers to higher capacity under the sink options. Also, long-term exposure to high concentrations of PFAS can potentially lead to adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is why I'm so glad that AquaTrue removes PFAS. It's even portable, which makes it perfect for if you're renting like we are, if you live in a dorm. You can also use it for your coffee, your tea, and all of your cooking needs. 
And AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code BALANCED at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code BALANCED. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. Okay, so now I want to talk about something that has been rocking my world and my beauty routine lately. I recently discovered something that must be the best kept beauty secret for almost 30 years. And no, it's not collagen. It's better. It's BioCell. BioCell is a supplement that is clinically proven to protect and generate your own collagen. So let's unpack that. First of all, did you know that after 21, we start losing 1% of our collagen per year? So naturally, when I learned this, I wanted to start using a collagen supplement right away. But then I learned that our body digests regular collagen supplements like any other protein and that the collagen doesn't necessarily get to the right place to help your hair, skin, and nails. So science-backed BioCell works way more effectively. It helps your body make more of your own collagen, which is the most powerful collagen for you. It's completely vegan and it has worked magic on my hair, skin, and nails. It is so easy to take. There's no mixing, no mass, so easy to travel with. Just take BioCell twice daily for the full clinically proven results. So do as I do and start BioSil today. Go to BioSil.beauty and get 30% off your first product order on BioSil's website with the code BALANCED. That is 30% off your first product order or subscription exclusively on BioSil.beauty with the code BALANCED. Can't wait for you to try it. But I love hearing your story. So when was that? When did your fitness journey begin? How old were you? So I must have been, oh, it was end of 2016, early 2017. I think I was like 22, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at math. Mm-hmm. I'm 28 no, it sounds, now. It sounds about right. <laughs> so I do want to hear also like the bite-sized journey of your weight loss journey. People want to know you lost 90 pounds. Yeah. So bite-sized version. During college, I was a party animal. I was like having tons of fun. In my head, it was like the best time of my life, but I was also covering up so much pain. It really was just a mask for underlying issues. So in college, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and put on a ton of medications, antidepressants, mood stabilizers, anti-anxiety. And I was also heavily drinking still, blacking out on a regular basis and dealing with self-harm, which is a super common symptom of borderline personality disorder. So I was really at rock bottom in my life. I had no plan, failing every class, was set to not graduate. I ended up dropping out and kind of had this realization that I had put myself in this position and I was the only person responsible for the way my life was going. And I'm not a doctor. I don't recommend people do this, but I cold turkey came off all the medicine, which if you've taken that kind of medicine, it's a difficult detox. So that was a rough time in my life. 
And I really needed to find some control somewhere. So I had dropped out of college at this point. I was about to graduate. So it was a very kind of sudden life shift because I was on this path. But when I look back, I didn't even really know where I was going anyway. So to pull out of school and move home was just necessary because I was becoming a harm to myself. I was quite literally self-harming at the time. And um, things were just, I was so checked out of reality and so disassociated constantly that I just didn't even know what was going on. So moving home and kind of checking back in was the reality check I needed to be like, something needs to change here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to give you a different perspective of what kind of place you were in. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a job. I wasn't at school. I said, okay, let me focus on the one thing I can control, which is my physical health. And I began teaching myself about nutrition and exercise. My boyfriend then, now husband Greg, is a bodybuilder and he kind of took me under his wing and showed me how to weight lift. And, you know, I started really small. The gym was super intimidating at first. So before the weightlifting, I was doing daily walks, getting more movement in, subbing my muffin and coffee every day for scrambled eggs and oatmeal. I was trying out new foods and seeing what worked for me. And eventually I just became super obsessed with the way I was feeling every day. My mood was in a better place. My anxiety was in a better place. I was having confidence. I was building a stack of evidence that I was able to do hard things. So I went ahead and did that for nine months. I dedicated myself to this health journey. And for me, when I look at my weight loss journey, it was so much more about becoming the person I wanted to be on the inside. I think a lot of people, you know, know me for that transformation photo everyone's seen. But for me, it was about becoming who I'm supposed to be and tapping into that full potential so that nine months was incredibly transformative for me and taught me pretty much everything I know about discipline, work ethic. And I found out who I was through that journey. I do even here just want you to kind of introduce yeah. the way that your manifestation technique is so different mm -hmm. from any other. It's not really just think about it and then it's going to happen for you and for anyone out there who might be kind of skeptical about manifesting mm -hmm. what's how is your process so different yeah so in a nutshell for anybody listening who might be new or you know not you know familiar with tube magnetic so tube magnetic is like I have gifts and I could read energy. And at some point after, you know, doing the law of attraction, the secret, et cetera, et cetera, for many years that I would manifest little things, but not humongous things that finally the universe kept pushing me to every rock bottom to learn this very specific method of manifestation. And so, and it's the beautiful thing is now it's completely science backed. Like we've had neuroscientists, psychiatrists, everybody come in and back it. So, and also we're working with therapists. So for the skeptic out there, that's like, oh, which I couldn't imagine I don't your think audience. anyone yeah. is listening who's skeptical, but for maybe the one person the one who is. person yeah, I'm exactly. talking to you, that it is science backed. But for the people that aren't, so basically the gist is what separates it are these three 
core pillars that kind of have to be in motion at once to be manifesting. Number one, your thoughts don't create your reality. Your subconscious mind does. So it's all of your, everything you imprinted from the ages of zero to seven to 14, if I'm being generous, everything that you experienced as trauma and low self-worth is what you're blocked in and not manifesting, but still looping down there, projecting out and saying, stay away from me because this isn't safe or I'm not worth it. So that's why you're not manifesting what you want. Anything you are manifesting really easily is that you witnessed that you were loved or had high self-worth in. So that's the first thing that differs from like, you know, thoughts create your reality. It's actually your subconscious beliefs do. The second piece is a lot of, a lot of manifestation formulas talk about, you know, visualize, just feel it, pretend to be it until you have it. And in fact, going back straight up to just your subconscious mind, anything from zero to 14 to now, that you haven't, your subconscious mind hasn't witnessed as possible, hasn't seen to believe it as possible is why you're not manifesting it. So for example, for the person who's sitting here, that's like in, you know, Nebraska and they want to be out here and doing their dream growing up. Did you witness anybody from Nebraska who moved out here to do your dream, et cetera? So if your subconscious mind hasn't seen to believe that it's possible, it's not happening. So basically you have to go out and find what we call expanders. So it's the people out there that you see to believe and you have those aha moments. Wait, that person and I are so alike. If they can do it, I can do it too. Or what we call fragment expanders. You know, say you're calling in a relationship, you know, The three couples you know in your life that you're very close to maybe each have an aspect of something you want, good communication, intimacy, the other best friends, but they don't have the full package. That's a fragment expander to show your subconscious, see to believe. So that's the second piece. And then the third piece is aligned action. So it's those moments of jumping off of a cliff, passing what I call tests. That was something I never, ever, I had to learn that the hard way Mm -hmm. in manifestation. I still Um, think of you all the time because I'm like, this is a test. I want this to be the thing. I know it's not the thing. I've had so many tests with the house the house hunting. Yes. And that's where it really shows up. Mm -hmm. And so basically the test is, are you going to settle for old low self-worth patterns? Like that's it. That's it. Oh my God. It gives me chills even now, even though I know these things, I'm like, I know. And that one's hard, but the beauty of the work and the way that we set it up, it's just so step-by-step. And that was something that I really had wished in manifestation when I was doing it from all of the young years, all of the law of attraction version of manifestation. I was like, just give me a formula that I can Mm -hmm. follow. Like I'm a Capricorn moon. If I do this, 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 and this, that will happen. And a lot of them are like, stay in the voice. Vortex. And I'm like, what the fuck is a vortex? Yes, you know? totally. So that's really what this is. And like for me, it was so important to start providing expanders right away. And I think I've probably been the most militant on the team to be like, we have to have testimonies. And so when you go onto the site, what what it, it like you can go right on to be magnetic and you'll already start expanding by reading with thousands of testimonials of people who have done this process to manifest. But the cool thing is, is we set it up to be your expander. So we have categories. So it's like career, money, house, relationship, like love, you know, travel, like it's crazy. We have so many. And so basically you can go start to click on them and already start expanding. And people are so generous in our community that not only do they share their Instagram handles, their photos, so you can actually feel like, oh no, I really do relate to this person. Say if I'm a bigger bodied person, 
you know, listening to this, they'll go, we're privileged. Like, of course, Jordan and Lacey were capable of doing this or et cetera. There's so many ways that our, our subconscious mind can trick us and say like, well, of course they got it and we didn't, you know, which is something to obviously unblock and work mm-hmm. on because it's, you know, anyone, anyone can manifest anyone, anyone, anywhere from any walk of life, socioeconomic, et cetera. We're all just coming from different spectrums. But that's the beauty of this community because people will share their photo, their Instagram handles. They'll share the exact way they went through. These were the workshops I did. These were my tests that I had. This was my magic dark. And it's so massively expansive and helpful. So literally to just start the process right now, like start reading those for whatever you're manifesting, because you'll already start if you're in Milwaukee and you're like, of course, Jordan was able to have X, Y, and Z or Lacey was able to like go there and start reading about other people who are manifesting what you want, because you'll start to see to believe that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, we are talking about my favorite topic, which is psychedelic therapy. You guys know I have done a lot of ketamine therapy in my day, and it has changed my whole entire life. I love ketamine therapy. It helped me shift my perspective on the world. And now you can do ketamine therapy at home with MindBloom. MindBloom is the leader in ketamine therapy, having helped tens of thousands of people overcome their anxiety and depression. MindBloom's expert clinicians and guides can help you feel better in days, not weeks, and you can complete treatment entirely from the comfort of your home. In a study of over 1,000 MindBloom clients, 89% reported improvements in their anxiety and depression after only four sessions. And now MindBloom has new programs that go beyond depression and anxiety so that you can overcome challenges in daily life. Right now, MindBloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash balanced and use the promo code balanced. Break free from your anxiety and depression and feel better faster with MindBloom. Mindbloom.com slash balanced and use promo code balanced. That is mindbloom.com slash balanced. I can't wait to hear what you think and let me know. Okay, let's talk about AG1. I have been drinking AG1 for quite a few years. And if you're a longtime listener, then you probably know that I started drinking AG1 daily because I was a new mom and I needed a foundational nutrition supplement that supported my body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining the formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. So not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes probiotics and digestive enzymes. We all know I have had quite a battle with gut health. And this has been super helpful. So I recommend it to everyone. I drink it every morning before I have my coffee and I get so many vitamins and minerals. 
They're the best. So AG1 is the supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long and they will continue to be. If you want to take ownership over your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash blonde. That is drinkag1.com slash blonde. Check it out. The invisible scripts around money that you were talking about. Yeah. Can you explain what that is and how people can get past it? We have beliefs that are so deeply embedded that they are invisible to us. So I'll give you a few examples when it comes to money. They might be, we can't afford it. Buying a house is a great investment. That's an invisible script. Going to college is a good decision. That's an invisible script. There's a variety of invisible scripts that we hear over and over again. And some of them may be true. Like for example, my parents taught me that education is really important and you should go to college. I think that's a pretty good invisible script, but it can also be taken too far if you just decide to stay in college for 10 years. You know, that that can be taken too far. Some of them can become quite destructive, like hearing we can't afford it and truly internalizing that. Now, maybe the case that you genuinely most people watching cannot afford a private jet. That's obvious and people can acknowledge that. Fine, at the extreme. But when I ask people, for example, how do you decide how much to spend on a vacation? Often the answers are very loose. They're basically like when I was 21 years old, we went on a vacation. It costs like 1500 bucks. And so that's the same number they continue using. I'm like, you make like eight times the income you used to make, or you have savings, or you have a partnership. And so we rarely adjust our scripts to our season of life. So why I share this concept of invisible scripts is that when most of us think about money, we really genuinely believe that we are like robots. Like we go to the grocery store. Ooh, I'm going to examine. Should I get Ritz crackers or generic crackers? Well, the Ritz crackers actually have 20% less calories or 20% more calories. And the cost is this, like we're making some kind of spreadsheet. It's like, no, you're buying the Ritz crackers because your dad bought it for you. And it's because his dad bought it for him. We are deeply emotional about money. That's okay. It's totally okay to be emotional about money. We have to embrace that. But we've also got to simultaneously learn how to run the numbers. And so if we can do that, if we can be wise by running the numbers, understanding the language of money and working on our money psychology, including our invisible scripts, suddenly we can start to make some really big progress towards our rich life. Mm-hmm. And having a rich life, just explain what that means yes. to you. Because yes. now that I've been reading your book and watching your show, I know what that means. And I love your philosophy, you. but just tell all of our totally. listeners. Before I tell you my view on it, I would like to invite everyone to connect with what they feel when I hear, when I say the phrase rich life. For a lot of us, it's imagining somebody sitting in the back of a chauffeured limo wearing a top hat, you know, being dropped off and eating at this really long table with silver platters. That's rich. That's what a lot of us think rich is. It's this out of touch elitist concept. But that's a movie. That's Richie Rich. That's not reality. Rich can be your neighbor. Rich can be a school teacher. Yes, rich can be a CEO. 
to me, a rich life can be traveling for two months a year. It can be picking up your kids from school every afternoon. It can be a beautiful sweater. Your rich life is yours. And that is exactly how it should be. Yours will be very different than mine. So I want to encourage people to become crisp about what their rich life is. Almost design it like you're doing a painting and then start to say, how can I use my money to fulfill that rich life versus sitting back like this and just reacting to whatever Mm -hmm. bill comes Mm -hmm. our way. That is no way to live. No, not at all. And I know so many people in my life who have done really well and made a lot of money and they don't spend any of it. And they're like nickel and diming everything that they do. Okay. This is one of my pet peeves. It's very sad. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I want to emphasize that everybody teaches us to save but nobody actually teaches us how to spend money yes, meaningfully. That's what I really like yeah. about your work. Thank you. So I grew up, my parents are immigrants from India. We have a pretty big family. And so we had to be frugal. We just had to be. We hardly ever ate out. When we did, it was pizza, when we had a coupon. And I appreciate the way that we were raised. Like I learned that I don't need a lot. And I learned how to be street smart because we had to be. And, you know, I, my parents told me like, Hey, you have to find scholarships to go to college. I did. And I was very fortunate and lucky to be able to pay my way through undergrad and grad school. I had to, at the same time, I wish that I had learned that there are different ways to look at money besides cost. So imagine you put on a pair of lenses, I call money lenses. And the primary way that we look at the world in America is through the money lens of cost. How much did it cost? Oh, you got those jeans? How much did they cost? Oh, I found them 10% 10 cheaper. How much did they cost? Cost, cost, cost. And if it's some commodity like black pepper or whatever, yeah, fine. Cost is a great tool. But I remember I used to walk on the plane and I would go past the people sitting in the front and I would scoff. I would go, that's so stupid. Why they pay four times the amount of money? We're all getting to the same place. (laughs) And, And what I should have done was to say, wow, if somebody can afford it, why would they pay when we're all getting to the same place? I don't actually understand. I should have gone from disparagement to curiosity because then I would have realized there are other lenses. There's the lens of results. Like if you want, if you have a fitness goal, you could do it for free on YouTube. Maybe you want faster or better results. You might hire a personal trainer. There's safety. You might want to get, if you're going, if you're taking your parents somewhere, you might want to have a car pick you up just so you're in a safe neighborhood and you feel good. There's delight. You're going out to an anniversary dinner. You just want to delight your partner. Just beautiful experience. There's so many money lenses. And if you only know cost, it's like playing in a symphony with one note. That's all you know. And that is not a complete way to live a rich life. You've got to be able to be versatile when the occasion calls for always loved you on the show. I told you this on your podcast, but something I love about you is you've always been so nice. Like you're nice to the newcomers. You've befriended people who came in later when before, and there were other people who I feel it was more clicky. Uh Uh-huh. And you're just, you don't seem like a clicky person. No, that's the thing. I, 
like to be friends with everyone. I like everyone to feel welcome. If they're coming into this group, this is one thing that you'll hopefully see play out this upcoming season with James's new girlfriend. I had reached out to her before the first night she was going to film. And I was like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm going to be there. You know, like, what are you wearing? And just a little girl talk because I wanted her to feel comfortable coming into a group of people who have been doing this for 10 years, Mm -hmm. people who have been friends for 10 plus years. It's definitely an intimidating group to walk into. And the awkwardness of, you know, being best friends with Raquel, but also friends with James and now his new girlfriend is here. I was so glad that Raquel also understood that I needed to be nice to her, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's just in my nature and it's in Raquel's nature. And I think you'll see a lot of that play out over the season, but it's just the perfect example of, you know, if they're just because there's someone new on the show, I'm like, they're not coming in to take my job. You know, they're not coming in to be the new Sheena. Mm -hmm. So why not be nice and welcome the people who are just helping keep the show going, you know, telling different stories and it can get stagnant if it's the Mm -hmm. same people every single season. So I embrace bringing in new people. Yeah, that's amazing. I can't wait to see that. I know I was watching the trailer again last night to prep for this. And I was like, oh yeah, James has a new girlfriend. I forgot, you know, Uh it's so wild. I can't wait to see all of that. Yeah. Is there anything you can tell us about the upcoming season now that the trailer's out? Because I know you can't say much, but like what we've kind of seen so far. I mean... uh, I've watched the trailer. I don't even know how many times now. And I'm like, oh, so it's looking like this. But it's there's so much to unpack of what happened this past summer. I I don't even know where to begin. And you never know what's going to make it in on the show. I know what yeah. we lived. I know what we filmed. But every conversation can't make it on. You know, we film so many hours and then you edit it down to like a 44 minute episode. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to definitely see a different side to Raquel. She's really found her voice. She stands up for herself. She speaks up. She is not just the timid girlfriend of, I mean, Mm -hmm. she is front and center, which I think you could tell from the trailer. Yeah, And I love to see it. I am here for Raquel's era. I think it's just so awesome to watch how much she's grown over the past year. God, I, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know what to expect because there's things that even today that are happening that are different from what was happening last summer. And now we have the reunion, you know, when that happens, that dynamics in this friend group are forever changing. And it's going to be entertaining to watch for the fans, probably anxiety to watch for the cast. But I'm excited, nervous, but excited. Yeah, that makes sense. That was something I wanted to ask you because you mentioned like the friendship dynamics always changing. In yeah. The How do you feel like being on TV for all of you has been for your friendships overall? Like, has it been a good thing? Because you have to kind of like keep working things out with people because they're yeah. going to be in your life. Or has it kind of been the opposite? I think overall, it's been good because you're forced to be accountable. You're forced to have the awkward, uncomfortable conversations. You're forced to talk about how you really feel. Because if you try and hide anything or not tell the full truth or only tell part of the story, it's all going to come out. It always comes out. So you may as well just be your most authentic self. And Mm -hmm. I've made this 
mistake in the past where there were several seasons where I hid things going on in my relationship because I didn't want to be seen this way or Mm -hmm. I didn't want them to see him this way. And now I'm just like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. You know, I am me. I'm not perfect. My relationships aren't perfect. No one's are. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect anything. Right. So I think just kind of embracing that and just being open to having mistakes play out in front of the world and just to know that we're helping people know that they're not alone, that they Mm -hmm. can relate to us, that there are things that we go through every day that normal people go through just not on a television show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Like the relatability and the vulnerability is so true. Yeah. And I can see how it could have taken years to kind of realize that or just to be like open to that because you are sharing your world, your your world with the world. Yeah. And I mean, I've always been an open book, but Mm -hmm. then there were things in the earlier seasons with my ex-husband at the time and his addiction or certain things that I wanted to hide, things that were happening in our relationship that I didn't feel needed to be public. But Mm -hmm. then once I spoke about it publicly, there were so many people who came forward and said, you know, like, I'm going through this too, or thank Mm -hmm. you so much for talking about that. And that's why we do what we do. A lot of people who listen to this podcast don't live in California and they very much ask me, probably the most frequently asked question I get, where can I Mm -hmm. get mushrooms? Where can I have an experience like this? What would be your answer to that question? Yeah, it's the most common question I get. I'm sure. And in addition to is super much psychedelic. And so Mm -hmm. the answer is no, it's Mm -hmm. not, even though we're super supportive, obviously, of the entire space. And you know, my answer is a little different every time, depending on who I'm speaking with, on what channel I'm speaking with them. But, you know, my, my number one, if you want to do it legally, if you want to have access to a macrodose psychedelic experience legally, sign up for a clinical trial. There's a bunch of information on the internet. Maps is a really good website to look at for, you know, volunteering. A lot of those trials require a clinical indication, like I mentioned. So PTSD, anxiety, depression, there's ones for eating disorders, like a whole you know, group, I think there's around 150 to 200 clinical trials that are ongoing at any given time in the United States around macrodosing psychedelics. As far as access to microdosing products, you know, it's, it's all black market, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have access to a guy who knows a guy (laughs) that has a good quality product, amazing, but the problem with the whole industry. And so like, I'm hesitant because a lot of what I point people to when they ask me to be honest is like, Hey, it's still illegal, but we're working on fixing that. Come be a part of the solution. Right. And on one hand, I really believe in people having access to this stuff now. So there's an immediacy around it. Like I've talked to people that have been suicidal and they tried microdosing for, this is obviously like a really niche case, right? This is, and it's not a silver bullet. Psychedelics will not fix all of your problems at all. They are a tool in the wellness cabinet, but people that have been suicidal and they microdose for a week and they've never felt better in their whole life, or they've been stuck on SSRIs and ADHD medication or Xanax or whatever it is and microdosing psilocybin. And we can talk about like what it actually does in the brain, if that's interesting to people at all, but it's helped them in a matter of weeks or months, Mm -hmm. just being on a supplement protocol, get off things that they've been you know, running around the Western medical system, unable to fix for years. So 
on one hand, I really believe in people having access to it. On the other hand, it's like, you know, you have the Jessica Thorntons of the world that are still being arrested for it. So I would say two people, you know, number one, there's a lot of information online. If you Google psilocybin, there's brands that are shipping on Shopify, right? Like, are you serious? Yeah, it's not that many, but like there's a lot of underground brands that are not, right. they don't look underground, right? Like they are branded like Supermush. Right. And Supermush is fully legal, but there's really good products out there. But the idea with, you know, this nonprofit and everything we're doing is like, actually help create a legal taxable market for it mm-hmm. so that you're not getting sketchy products. Absolutely. I listened to a podcast from Jay Shetty. I love him. He's incredible. And I found it was something like the, um, what was it called? It was like a mental map or like a, me- a menu. Mm-hmm. He's talked about ingredients of, of your dream day, ingredients of things that make you feel good. So I, I was in my house, lit- it's so dark. I had like all the curtains closed in bed for like two days. I totally and get I was it. like desperately like writing down things that might help me. So this is when I went all in on this morning routine. I had no reason to have a morning routine. I was in lockdown. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had nowhere to be, no one yes. to see. But I woke up at 6 a.m. every single day. I did meditation, journaling, my workout. I had a, made a matcha, did, did a sauna, did an ice bath, like really went all in on wow. my morning routine. And slowly, like each day, it was like I had this like dark cloud on me and like bit by bit, it was like fading off of me. And then I was like more strong to help my mom. And yeah. every day we were going on these two hour walks. She had so much energy. It was insane. She's like, Amazing. come on, Barney. It's okay. It's, come on. You know, meanwhile, she's getting nosebleeds. She's like losing her eyebrows and lashes and all this stuff. Anyway, and I just would look at her on these walks and be so inspired. I would look at her and she just always had this smile on her face. I'm actually going to get emotional. She she would have this like smile on her face and just so much energy for life. Yes. And uh, (laughs) no, it's amazing. And yeah, she just like she said something to me. She's like, I never think why me? Because I would never wish this on anyone else. She just really inspired me. She's truly <laughs> selfish. She sounds yeah. amazing. So that changed my life. And then since that moment, I was like, right, okay, I'm going to do this. She's, she just showed me this strength like mm-hmm. I'd never seen before. Also, side note, she lost her mom while she had cancer through COVID. Oh my God. Her great aunt, like she had so much loss, but was so positive, so incredible. So I was like, right, okay, come on, Bryony, get your shit together. You can do this. And then I started teaching friends and things like that online on Zoom, like getting my confidence of mm-hmm. my teaching because I was so shy. Mm-hmm. This is the other thing I want to really? say. Really? You're so outgoing oh, from my... what I know of you. Okay, I was a nervous wreck. When I had the swimwear company... I would do these breakfasts or these lunches and I'd have to get up and say thank you to people to come for coming. And I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm could, like that. I, I totally like get it. I could cry at the thought mm-hmm. of me standing up and being like, thank you guys. <laughs> it's very hard to do that sometimes. I know. Yes, so I totally I had, get it. I had no confidence at all. And then now I just feel like my nothing could be harder than seeing someone you love that much I go through so it just gave me this superpower it's really weird I'm not scared of anything like I just I just went on um this morning which is kind of like 
a morning show, maybe like Good Morning America. Right. Or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I felt not, not one percent nervous. That's amazing. So oh it's my God. given me this superpower from yeah, her being, I don't absolutely. know if you've ever like experienced something like that where you feel so scared and mm-hmm. so sensitive and everything is kind of just like happening before your eyes. And then all of a sudden you're like, you come into your superpower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a wake up call. It's a perspective shift. I've had a few. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to have another one soon. Yeah. Because I told you like what I've been going through yeah. with anxiety. And I know something big is coming for mm. me, a big perspective shift. But first I have to do what you did, which is yeah. like you took the time. You took, you know, you did the two days alone yeah. with the curtains closed, planning what you needed. And yeah. then you actually took action on that. I need to do something like that and yes. carve out that time. Definitely. And I'm so happy we're talking about it because for the listeners, anybody can do that. Something that I really wanted to talk to you about was your current diet, which I know is for gut health and hormones, mm-hmm. not because we're like dying to talk about food and diet because we're yeah. not. There's yeah. like such more interesting things, <laughs> but we're similar in yeah. that we've both been vegan for a long time. Yeah. And there's so many reasons for someone to be vegan. There's ethical, there's health reasons. You become passionate. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like the food scene of the plant-based world is fun. And I think we both really enjoy it. Totally. And we've always vibed on like the foods that we love and the yes. brands that we love. And now, and you can talk about this for your specific reasons. I know I have my own postpartum health reasons. Mm-hmm. I've had to incorporate a couple of other And it's hard. So tell us what that looks like for you. Yeah. I mean, I know I feel like it's only it's only natural we talk about it today because that is truly I feel like what bonded us. It's it's so exciting when you're when you kind of get super captivated by that transformation and you find a plant based lifestyle. It's so creative. It's so fun. There's so many like different for me especially it was so different than the way I was raised Mm -hmm. um I saw like healthy food as such a like beautiful thing for the first time rather than a boring thing Mm -hmm. and yeah I mean I was vegan for about eight years and then maybe seven years. And then, yeah, recently I would say over the last couple of years, I mean, I, the moment I went vegan and I have no idea if it was because of this, but I lost my period. And I also lost an incredible amount of, not incredible, a large amount of weight. (laughs) Yes. And some of that being natural, I think from just, you know, puberty and just growing up and becoming a little bit more active. But also I think, you know, I I probably wasn't eating enough. So there was that aspect of it. You know, I had gone through a health situation where I had to have like a little bit of a little surgery. And so I have no idea where kind of it came from, but I think maybe all those things compiled together. I also went off birth control. So I know that that can cause people to lose their period. But I lost it. And to this day, I still have not had it again. And that, you know, over the first few years, you're kind of like, okay, well, maybe it's just my body accumulating to not being on birth control anymore. And 
the last couple years, you know, as I've entered into my late 20s, it's like, okay, I need to change some things. I've been ignoring it maybe. And if I want to have a child one day and I just want my body to work like optimally as a, as a woman. So I need to make some changes. And I saw so many different health professionals from Eastern medicine to Western medicine to, you know, acupuncture to chiropractors to Chinese medicine. And there was not one health professional that didn't recommend to eat animal products, which, you know, the first probably seven, (laughs) I was like, no, sorry. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. (laughs) I don't care what you say. I feel amazing. And I've watched way too many documentaries and I care way too much about animals and the environment and my health to even like welcome that into my mindset. And then as things weren't switching and I was, I even like, I stopped working out as hard. I started to do just low impact workouts. I started to eat more protein, plant-based protein and still nothing. And so that was when I was like, okay, I, I need to open my ears a little bit to people who really, I feel like I trust that they know what they're talking about. And so that's when just this I would say two years ago, I started to eat fish. And honestly, too, that was a really nice transition because a lot of the time in this job, too, you can travel, you can go to dinners that have like set menus. And that can be a little difficult sometimes when you're like, I'm just going to eat broccoli. (laughs) Very difficult. (laughs) Or fries. Yeah. It's like there's no new, there's not enough nutrition Mm -hmm. in that. And so, Fish was a nice option. It made me feel like, okay, I'm getting something like sustainable that's like making me feel nourished. And then this year I've really, you know, been told and my blood work came back that, you know, red meat would really be beneficial. And it's only happened a few times, but I'm trying to just be patient with it to get into the mindset of having it. I'm supposed to be having it a couple times a week. So we're going to get there. It's only been about four times that I've had it. And honestly, it's so wild, like listening to your body and the the cues you can get from your body. I would have thought sitting in front of a piece of steak would have just made me cry or made me, you know, nauseous. I was drooling. I was like drooling. My stomach was like, yes, I want it. I ate it, did not feel sick at all. And thought it tasted amazing, which is so wild to me because if you were to put like chicken in front of me, I don't get that same response. But the red meat, it was truly like my body was like, I need that. There's so much more to life than Mm -hmm. meets the eye. And this mentality in the cities that that I live in and that you travel to all the time. That's not what life is all about. Like, yes, it's for some people. But yeah, when it comes to raising a family and also having peace, Mm -hmm. I think that's incredibly important. Yeah, no, 100 percent. It's it's also taught me to just be in the moment more. I lived so much of my life with the mentality I'll be happy when and the mentality of you know, just, I I'm constantly seeking a goal. I'm constantly working towards a goal. And 
really the past year or so, although it's been the most crazy, hectic year building this business, I feel like I've also stepped into this new version of myself that is so much more present and so much more in the moment and, you know, feeling grateful for what I've built while also wanting more. And I find that's such an important part of it all because it's such a waste of life, constantly living in the future and constantly living in the past. We are goal-seeking creatures, human beings. I will not ever stop doubting that. Like I feel good when I'm working towards a goal. And I think having an image of your future self, working towards that future self is so deeply important, but you need to have one foot in the present moment at all times and just being truly in it because life is just so precious. And I've really come to that realization recently you always hear it until you really get it. You don't, you don't really feel the effects, but yeah, I just, it's, it's, that's been the biggest shift. I think in my personal development over the past five or six months, I've just been a lot happier with where I am now while also seeking more, but that was something I used to struggle with so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We voice messaged a little bit last night about how this year has been really different for you. But before we get into that, I also want to back up because I have a memory of being in Miami like three years ago. This was like in the middle of COVID and you had just left a Joe Dispenza retreat, an in-person retreat. And we were talking and you were just like, this completely changed my life. I have a vision for my business that's completely changed. And you shared a little bit of that with me. Mm -hmm. And I've really seen you execute it. Like, I feel like that really changed your life. And I just want you to tell us about that. Oh my gosh, of course. I'm obsessed with his work. I love Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's one of the top three teachers that I've looked at, at in my life. And I haven't really done his meditations or work like really in a while, probably past year, because I feel like I really learned it all. And I went to the retreat. I've actually been to two retreats. And then like, I, you know, would love to listen to all of his interviews and everything, but I feel like I I get the gist of it now. So that's kind of why I haven't gone to one recently, but I highly suggest it. It's so interesting. It's very intense. I think I had a really interesting experience there because I'm also like you, a pretty sensitive person, as you guys can tell by the time at this point. And being in a room with like 3,500 other people deep in meditation was a bit intense. Again, an amazing life experience. Would recommend everyone try it at least once. But now kind of knowing what I want and everything, like I would, I love his work, but his his, his retreats are intense. Like I, you know, unless I had to go and really heal something and do something because his work is, is very much so focused on healing and physical, your physical body and stuff. It was just like so intense and I felt completely out of body the entire time. But in a way, like I just wasn't grounded at all. So I was barely sleeping. It was amazing and it was incredible, but really hard to put into words because I also just felt so ungrounded and just like, I felt like I was in a different realm the entire time, which is not a bad thing, but it was also just like, whoa, it was a lot to handle. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, so I'm so sensitive. I could feel other energies and stuff. So for me now, what I've decided is I really like smaller groups and I really like, I actually hosted a retreat back in the fall and it was amazing. We had like 20 women there and like meditating with 20 women that you all, you know, all of their intentions. It was just so beautiful. But that retreat was definitely an incredible moment in my life. And it was in the thick of me really up-leveling to this new version of Mimi. And it was amazing because 
you go there and you're just in your future self energy the entire time. You are meditating so much. You're going deeper than ever. And his meditations are so deep. They're very different to superhuman ones. Ours are a lot more surface. They're all like manifestation, visualization, kind of more, you know, for, I wouldn't say for beginners because a lot of people that are advanced use it, but it has a different... I guess, intention behind it. His are deep, healing, incredible, but they're deep and they're long and they're intense. So doing that for a week was so crazy. It was so cool. But again, looking back, like it was so intense. And I think if I were to do another retreat that was similar, I would try to find with a smaller group because I'm such a sensitive person and that energy was pretty intense. And, you know, some things throw you off, like you're in the middle of meditation and someone in the crowd is like screaming like they're you know, getting stabbed or something. And it's just like really intense. Like that scares me. Mm-hmm. I don't like to, I don't need to do, to be involved in that kind of stuff. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be around that, but then there are beautiful moments where I had just like incredible deep med- meditations and I really connected with my future and it was beautiful, but it was just so intense. That's what I would describe the experience, but he's a force. He's like totally mm-hmm. not human. He's an incredible person. His energy is out of this world. Seeing him in person just seeing his like physical body in person, even if it's on the stage far away, like you could just sense how powerful he is. And it's so freaking cool to just witness. So we're just getting right into it. Yeah, like, well, let's for, go. Let's yeah, go what for do, it. What do you yeah, have to say sure. about all this? Okay, well, I mean, basically I trained as a medical doctor and a neuroscientist and I suffered myself with crippling anxiety for a very, very long time. And I tried every type of therapy, CBT, ACT, LMNOP, just every therapy that there is. Mm-hmm. And nothing really seemed to help me. So I delved into psychedelics as well. I didn't have a, a great experience either with, with psychedelics. I found that it, it brought up a whole lot of old trauma. And to do, you know, six episodes in three weeks or th- six doses in three weeks, is just way too much. Mm-hmm. Like That's just way too much. Because, you know, the way the nervous system rewires itself. It's gradual, you know? So we have this cortical brain, this part of us that thinks and understand language. And then we have this subcortical brain, the lower part of our brain that kind of controls our body. And the pons, the medulla, the amygdala people have heard of for sure. None of those things understand language. Mm -hmm. So why are we trying to use language to heal these things? Now it'll help for sure. But when you want to heal something, you have to go to the root cause and you also have to do it slowly. Like the nervous system doesn't wire itself very quickly. So especially if you have trauma, especially if you have old patterns of behavior and patterns of behavior that were say maladaptive, but helped you as a child, like OCD, eating disorders, this kind of stuff. This is the stuff that we gain some sense of security and control from because although it hurts us, We know it. It's like that t-shirt that says I'm in my own little world, but it's okay. They know me here. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. So it's just, it's understanding what your patterns are and the fact that we have to change those patterns, both cortically, both through language and subcortically through feeling. And that's how we actually heal from anxiety is, is changing the feeling, not so much changing the thinking, changing the thinking will help. But if you only change the thinking, you're always going to be treading water. I've seen that on my healing journey this year, because when I started to have these panic attacks 24-7, I thought I was going crazy. Mm -hmm. So my only rational response to this feeling after all the ketamine, and I know that it rewires your brain and all these things, was I have flipped something in my brain 
So now I'm just going to go insane and I'm never going to be well and I'm never going to be able to be a regular mom or human. And so that fear, which was all in the mind, but also in the body, because it was like racing heart. It was like my throat would close up. My stomach would be in knots. I couldn't eat for months. I just believed in the mind. This is true. Even though so many people from therapists to my family were telling me it's not true. Right. You're completely sane, I promise. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that, that people that are going insane don't question their sanity. <laughs> I know, that's what my therapist always told me. She's like, I promise, uh, because uh, you're so aware yeah. and asking this question, you're sane. Yeah. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. I don't think so. So to give you a little more context, sure. and then I have like a bunch of other questions for you, but just on this same subject, when the repressed memories came back up, something that it brought me back to was as a child, I did have obsessive compulsive tendencies. Like there's going to be fires, there's going to be kidnapping, like just all this stuff. And so even though it was different fears as an adult, it wasn't the fires or whatever. It was like, I can't function. I'm insane. I'm not going to be able to do my podcast. I'm going to have to quit my career. Yeah. Like those fears. Yeah. And this is all left hemisphere stuff. So the brain is a meaning making makes sense machine. Mm -hmm. So if your body is full of this alarm, your brain has to do something about that, especially the left hemisphere. It wants to know. So it will make up stories that are consistent with how you feel. So if you feel crazy, you're going to say, okay, well, you're going to be crazy for the rest of your life. And there is something in neuroscience we call the recency bias. And the recency bias is how I feel now is how I project I'm going to feel forever. So we don't really get a chance to see the forest for the trees. We don't get a chance to see this too shall pass. We just feel the way we're feeling at that point. And unfortunately, the way we're wired as human beings is that when we feel that way, there's a part of us that thinks this is never going to end. And it always ends. It mm -hmm. always ends. So it's just realizing that your left hemisphere is going to go a bit nuts when you've got this alarm in your body. Now, did you have an absence from your parents before the age of five? Like, were you separated from your mom or your dad for any length of time when you were a child? Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.